It is Friday, March 31st, 2023, and welcome to episode 201 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. We're here once again today with Jessica Jones, ostensibly a TV superhero and really a national security superstar, and Les Munson, the former staff director of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and of course, me, Jamil Jaffer. What's the story earlier this week? Well, really, over the weekend, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced that Russia would be placing tactical nuclear weapons, that's right, nuclear weapons, in Belarus, a neighboring country and an ally of Russia. In a televised interview, Putin noted that Russia had already given Belarus 10 nuclear-capable planes, they'd given them Iskander missiles, and they'd begin training uh, Belarusian soldiers in April with the completion of a nuclear weapons storage facility in July and nuclear weapons to be delivered soon thereafter. This is the first time since the early 1990s that Russians will be storing nuclear weapons on another nation's sovereign territory. Now, look, the Russians have about 2,000 tactical nuclear weapons. So there's 6,000 nuclear weapons. They have about 2,000 are tactical. The U.S. has about 5,000 nuclear weapons, and about only 200 of ours are tactical. Now, what's interesting is, even though the Russians haven't had any nuclear weapons on foreign sovereign territory, the United States has. About half our tactical nuclear weapons today, 100 of them, are located at various parts of Europe in countries like, allegedly, Belgium, Italy, the Netherlands, Germany, and Turkey. So what this is, the reason this is all interesting is because of about the world's 13,000 nuclear weapons, the U.S. and Russia together control about 90% of them. And once these weapons start moving outside of their sovereign territory, that's obviously a big concern to everyone involved. Now, the Russians are doing this in the middle of the, Ru- the Russia-Ukraine war. Everyone's worried that the Russians might be threatening the use of tactical nuclear weapons, something that Vladimir Putin has already said he might do. And, of course, there are no treaties that govern tactical nuclear weapons, and none of the acknowledged nuclear weapon states have joined the larger recent treaty effort to ban nuclear weapons globally completely. And as a result... We've got a problem. Americans are worried. Maybe they're worried. Maybe they're not about nuclear weapons in Belarus. Lester Munson, should we care? We should care. We should care. We should pay attention. Anytime nuclear weapons are mentioned, we should care. Uh, I don't think we should take this at face value, however. Uh, I think it's clear Vladimir Putin, there's there's two things I would take away from this. One, it's clear Vladimir Putin's trying to distract us from what's happening on the ground in Ukraine, where, again, uh, Ukrainian forces are prevailing. The battle over Bakhmut is not at all going the way Russia was hoping it would. Ukraine is probably going to prevail there over amazing odds, including the West telling them to give up on it. Uh, so the Ukrainians are doing quite well. We should focus, we the United States government should focus on getting Ukraine the weapons it needs to prevail on the battlefield even further. If that means F-16s, let's send them those. If it means longer range rockets, let's send them those. Let's do the things that are necessary to help them win on the ground. Let's not be distracted by what Vladimir Putin is saying about sending tactical nukes to Belarus. One other quick point. I think this actually, the fact that Putin is doing this actually highlights the weak nature of his position on the ground in Ukraine. And what, and what the lesson we should take away from it is that he is getting desperate. He is looking for a way out. He is looking for an end game here. Uh, because it is really not going well at all for him and his forces in Ukraine, not at all what he was originally planning. But but isn't it isn't it precisely a situation less when he gets desperate that 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 we should be worried and concerned because he might actually use these tactical nuclear weapons? Isn't that exactly the very time at which we should be worried about it? Well, I think to Les's point about not taking at face value, um, I mean, for example, Russia has been working on another nuclear stuff. 
storage facility site for seven years and hasn't finished it, right? So the fact that they claim they're going to start building one in Belarus and it's going to be done by July, like experts are like, that's not going to happen. That is not realistic. And so far, you know, there's no satellite imagery that they've begun building anything. So the fact that that's going to be done in a few months, that seems unlikely. And to the question of whether Americans care, uh, I, I don't think that anyone thinks is more afraid this week than they were last week over a nuclear apocalypse starting after Vladimir Putin's you know announcement. Really? I mean, he's moving nuclear weapons around. We hadn't seen them move nuclear weapons around, and you don't think that's that's going to get people more concerned? I was going to say, I, I don't think so, and I don't know if the media intentionally plays anything down. Like, you know, trying to read if there's been any updates on the story. I have not found a story that is, you know, newer than four days old on this topic. So, uh, you know, there's no headlines that, are, that, that nobody's clamoring to read more news on this or, or get smarter on it. So let me make sure I understand sort of your all's position, right? Is your position we should do nothing? So Vladimir Putin moves nuclear weapons out of Russia for the first time in 30 years, puts them in Belarus, which is even closer to Ukraine than, than or parts of Ukraine, the mainland Russia is. Um, and uh, and your view is we should just do nothing because it's not a big deal. Less. I'm going to repeat what I said earlier because it wasn't do nothing. Oh. It is focus on the thing that matters. Focus oh. on the battlefield in Ukraine. Get the Ukrainians the weapons they need in the right time for them to use them effectively. Let's do that. Let's focus okay. on that. Let's focus on the thing that matters. Let's not get distracted by Vladimir Putin's uh, kind of crazy announcements. Now, having said that, there is a not insane scenario where he wants to use a tactical nuke as an endgame scenario for Ukraine because he's no he knows he's not winning. And in order for him to survive in Moscow as the leader of Russia, he needs to be seen as setting the terms of the final settlement in Ukraine. And if that means using a nuke, tactical nuke in some fashion, uh, one would hope with very few casualties. But obviously, it's an extraordinarily serious thing. There is there are serious individuals who think that is a scenario that he may be pursuing uh, as, as an endgame strategy if his back is really against the wall. Now, does it matter in, in that context? We should always be concerned about nuclear weapons. Does it matter that he's moving them to Belarus in particular? Not necessarily. Not at all. That may have nothing to do with it. But that doesn't mean that overall there isn't a concern here. It's an announcement of a future deployment and movement, so nothing has happened yet. And two, if he wanted to, to less his kind of, you know, very dire and very terrible outcome, if that was a last resort for him, he can do that now. He doesn't need to move anything to Belarus to accomplish that. Look, I don't disagree. All I'm saying is... You know, as Les has pointed out, when nuclear weapons are evolved, we should be concerned, right? But I think you guys are right. And I think that at the end of the day, this just isn't going to matter all that much. So with that, that's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Brooke Khan and Rachel Domino from NSI and Claude Jennings for helping produce today's episode. Tune in again on Monday for another great episode of Fault Lines, our podcast that gets you smart, fast on the national security debates shaking up America. And if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so more people can find us more people can join the Fault Lines crew. 